Good morning, a good Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos Kedish. Parashas Lech Lecha, Tavshin Pei Beis. Today's Devar Teira and Chizuk and a few stories is going to hopefully be a little bit shorter. I, um, I have to run and I have a schedule, unfortunately, which is taking up a little bit of my time. And uh, But I did want to speak a little bit about the Parsha. It's going to be a two-part uh, message. So in the second part, hopefully there'll be a lot of different akudas, which we said last year. But part one, I really want to admit makeid, I really want to focus on one nakuda all the way in the beginning of the parasha, to give us chizuk, the beginning of the zaman. Um, and basically it's based upon what I saw from the lekach v'libu from Abavram Shur Shlita. Givaldik, givaldik, nakuda, nageya, to the first pasik, which we're all familiar with in this week's parasha. Which is Hashem says to Avram, Lechlocha, Meatzocha, Meladcha, Mebeisavicha, El Oretz Hashereka. And Avram brings down from his father, Gedal Yeshur, that Lechlocha is teaching us a very, very deep and poignant message, which is Lechlocha, go to yourself. In Yiddish, it's Geit Suzich. A person should go and find out who he is inside. To be Maitzi, the Kaiches, which are for the purpose of that individual. Each person has to find his own unique way of how he should become an Eved Hashem. This was the message which HaKadosh Baruch was teaching Avram Avinu, and the message to Avram Avinu is a message for every single Yid, Lech Lecha. Every person should find his Nekuda Apnimias, his unique Kachas, his unique characteristics which HaKadosh Baruch gives to every single individual person, as we know, just like our faces are unique and are different, also our minds, our logic, our abilities, our talents. I told the Baruch Yeshiva this week, speaking about the concept of ADD, and I said, HaKadosh Baruch gives tremendous kachas to certain Bachram who have ADD. HaKadosh Baruch is the one that created it. And I even said a little vitz. I said, the truth is, why does HaKadosh Baruch make people ADD. He says the, the reason is because he wants the people to follow in his ways. The Rabbani Shalom is ADD. When I say it, I say it with tongue in cheek. Look what the Rabbani Shalom does. He's going from place to place, from person to person, from episode to episode. He's he's always on the move. He, he can't stop for a second. He's like an ADD person. So when a person's ADD, you should know he's being a kind of a little bit of humor, Rabbi Sai. But what's the basis of this concept? So they bring down the Mishnah says in others, Haskein Atzmacha Lilma Torah She'ena Yerushalach. A person should prepare himself to learn Torah, because the Torah is not an inheritance for him. And all the Mepharshim asked the question, What do you mean the Torah is not an inheritance? We say every single morning, Torah Tziva Lanu Moshe, Rosh Kilas Yaakov. The Kosh commanded the Torah to Moshe, and it's an inheritance for Klai Yisrael. So it is an inheritance. So the base Aaron. Brings down from the Baruch measures that for sure there's a Yerush that a person gets, but each person has to find his own unique Torah, his own unique Chidushim. It's not enough that what he received be Yerusha from the Torah, Torah Tzivilon, Amoshim, Rosh Kilas Yaakov, but it person has to be Haskin Atzmach Torah. The Pshad is Hasekin, that the Lumma Torah should be. The etzem sholcha should be your unique contribution. 
your unique understanding, every single person, you can take a look at a Chumash and a Rashi, and you could find your own nuance of understanding. As we say in the morning, we ask God to give each individual his chalik in the Torah. And this is why Avram Avinu later on, he turns to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and he says, you're not giving me a Yairish and you promised me a Yairish and who do you leave me? You leave me with Eliezer, who's Ben Meshek Beisi, the Mesek Eliezer. As Rashi tells us, that Eliezer was Doyle Umashke Mitarosin Shorabai Lachayrim. He was the one that he was able to, to draw forth from Avram Avinu. So what's 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 the problem? So you'll have Eliezer. If you won't have Yitzchok, you'll have Eliezer. The answer is that what he was saying is that that Eliezer is like a parakeet. He's a doilo mashkim but he doesn't have his own unique unique characteristic and his unique avoda. And what he wanted was that his son Yitzchok should add on to his avoda. Besides the Midas HaChesed of Avmavinu, there should be Yitzchak's Midas HaGvura, his Midas HaYira, and the Yira and the and the Chesed together will add a whole new nuance to the Avayda of Kla Yisrael. And this is what we should be mechazik ourselves in these days, the beginning of the new Zman, beginning of the winter Zman, when Bachrim, a lot of times you sit in the Yeshiva, or even Balabatim, you don't necessarily see your unique qualities, and one has to recognize Hakadosh Baruch Hu created each person as an individual. Each person has the ability to become a lech lecha yid. There were two yidin who passed away this week. They were lech lecha yidin. One yid was a Bavram Erlanger Shlit Zatzal, the great Balmachaber of the of the Sfarim Birchus Avram. He was one of the Rosh Hashivas of Yeshivas called Torah. The truth is, Ner Yaakov boys might remember him. He used to live, he lived in Gula, not so far from the yeshiva. He himself was born in Switzerland, came from a very illustrious lineage. He learned in Gateshead, he learned in Lutzern first, then he learned in Gateshead, and he came to Eretz Yisrael in the times of the Briskarov. He learned in the Mir. He was Chavrusas with Reb Nachem Zatzal. He was a Talmud Muvag of Reb Chaim Shmulevitz, and he was from the first Talmidim that, that began the, the, the branch of Brisk which at the time was a branch of the Briskarov, was the son, Rabbi Yashaber, he was from those first Talmidim, and he became a great, great Talmud Chacham. He wrote beautiful, beautiful Svarim, which are used, I myself have used the Svarim many, many times, and when he was 70 years old, he decided to leave his position in Kol because he said he has to write more Svarim, and he has to get ready for the Mifchan, for the, for the, for the test, meaning to say the test that a person has when he goes up to the Bezun Shomala. He was a Gavaldika Mechadish. And this is a great lesson. Until his last days, they say Mamish, he was filled with being Mechadish, different Chidushim, putting out new Svarim, he put out a, a new Madura Tinyana. It's a lesson we all can learn how a person can be Mechadish at all times all times of life. There was another great Yidna that passed away this week, Rebetzin Esther, Rivka, Zaks, the daughter of the Rashiva of Slabotka, Rav Martha Shulman, She is the sister of Rebetzin Hirsch, the wife of the great Rashiva of Moshe Hillel Hirsch. I was Zoycha to call and to be Menachem Mavel this week. Rebetzin Hirsch, who doesn't like to be called Rebetzin Hirsch, likes to be called Mrs. Hirsch. They both went through the war. They both had a lot of Yusurim. They both married great Talmud Chachamim, and they both were are tremendous, tremendous 
Eishes Chayos for their husbands. I gave a bracha to, to Rebbe and her. She should continue the Avoida and her sister's Avoida. She was an unbelievable person. She was gazapped. She was literally a, person, a, a girl, a young girl, grew up in Slabotka, and she remembered from a young age the Bachram going into the base measure. She would sit by the window, and she would watch them the way they would speak and learning to the Rish Hashivas. They always wore jackets. She said in those days when boys were, smoked cigarettes, but when they would speak and learning to the Rish Hashivas, they never, they never held a cigarette. It wouldn't be covered. They saw covered Atayra. She was also a Mechadish. What was her Chiddush? Her Chiddush was she used to make sure that the food in the yeshiva was very, very good in Slabotki yeshiva. In fact, the joint once came, they were looking for creating different institutions, and they heard that in Slabotki yeshiva they have a great system. She was a Mechadish because she wanted the boys to be able to have the food, to be able to continue to learn. Rabbi said, each person has his Lech Lecha, his place where he, which he, should, he or she should find what they can accomplish in order to bring out the Torah, the Avaida, the message of HaKadosh Baruch in the world. This is a great lesson we can learn from Avinu in this week's parasha. I want to wish everybody a good Shabbos, a good winter. To see all the brachas, Be'etz Hashem. A good Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos, Kodesh, Parshas, Lech Lechot. I'm going to try to be as brief as I can possibly be in a parsha where brevity is really a misnomer. If you take a look at this week's parsha, we come around to parsha's Lech Lecha after Bereshus and Noyach. We see a parsha which is filled with complete, complete um, admiration for our great father, Avram Avinu, to see everything that he went through. All the Nisyanas leaving his homeland, coming to Eretz Yisrael, getting the brachas, coming into Eretz Yisrael, leaving Eretz Yisrael because of a famine. The story with Lot, the story with the, with the, with the, with the king's battles, uh, the, the, the complete, complete Yisurim uh, of not having children, the promises from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hagar, Yishmael, uh, making a bris milah, it's really it's kimat impossible to to make an abri- 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 abbreviation of this parasha. It's just chocked full with all of the yisaidus of life and chayim. But I'm going to try to make it as quick and as short as possible for what for the purpose of our of our dvar Torah today. Try to put in some stories as well. As I mentioned yesterday in the zoom shmuz, it was a two days ago in the zoom shmuz that uh, yesterday was the yard site of. Rachli Meinu, and also of the great Rashiva of the Rishiva of Nosson Svi Finkel Zechatanik Lavracha. I said over some stories over there about Nosson Svi. Anyone that's interested in hearing those stories should listen. But I think that we can also approach uh, a parsha and say that this parsha has a lot of the Yisaitis, which we said yesterday, concerning people that have um, that have obstacles. Rachel Imeinu had obstacles, Rav Nassim Tzvi had obstacles, and they were able to accomplish great things. And that's really the message for all of us, that no matter how difficult the obstacles come about in life, one should recognize that HaKadosh Baruch gives us the strength to be able to deal with them and to overcome them. And Be'ez HaShem Yisbarach, to be zoichet to the schar, to the mitzvahs that HaKadosh Baruch gives us. The first thing is, we're going to say, I think four or five things that we're going to say. Uh, you say this that we can learn from Avram Avinu out of the many hundred that you could possibly learn from this big parasha and from the entire lifespan of Avram Avinu. So we're just going to pick out a few things. Lech Lecha, we speak about, Kodesh Baruch tells him, Ela Eka, 
to the land that I'm going to show you. And Rashi points out that he wasn't Megalatim where he's going to go. He just says, El Why? Because he wanted to give him schar al kol psia psia. He wants to give him reward. And why is it so important that uh, Hakadosh Baruch Hu has to hide from him where he's going to go? Why can't he just tell him, "Listen, you're gonna, you're gonna go. I'm going to go there to Israel. That's the holiest place in the world, and that's where you should live." There could be other Nisanis. It happened. He has to leave. But why does he have to tell him in such a, a format that he shouldn't know where he's going to go? So I saw that Pshitchim Pinka says a Gavaldik of Art in his Sefer on Chumash to Ferris Torah. He says we know that the Avos Hain Hain Hamerkava. The Avos they're considered the chariots of the world. Simple understanding is that they're like the Maisim Merkava of the Navi. Yechesko the Maisim Merkava. Avos are the Merkava. They like carry the Yisaitis of the global and the, the cosmic worlds of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and they bring it down to us in our world. But he says on a very simple le- level, what is a chariot? Let's call it a car. Chariot is a vehicle which a person can get from place to place. So if a person is a leader, a person is a melech, and he has a chariot, and he wants to go somewhere, he gets into the chariot, and he tells the, he tells the, the one that's ri- driving the car, the one that's driving the chariot, he says, okay, I want you to go over here, I want you to turn left. Over here, I want you to go t- turn right. Sometimes he doesn't even tell him where he's going to go. He just tells him, okay, I want to go over here, I want to go over there. If he asks the chariot, he asks the person that's driving the chariot, where are you going? He says, I don't know, wherever my master says for me to go, that's where I'm going to go. The important thing is the chariot, it's not important, it's not important to him the destination. It's important to him the journey, that he is the vehicle for the master to be able to get to wherever he wants to go to. And that's the pshat, what the others were. That's the pshat Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu wasn't told that there's a specific task, a specific place you're going to go. Every single moment of your life is following in the ways of a Baruch Hu. And that's the pshat. However it was, was it a matzah of simcha? Of joy, I'll get schar for being in a matzah. If it's a time of yusurim, a time of suffering, a time of a test, people have tests in life. As we know, like we're going through the test that we're going through in this world, but the main thing is I'm following the tzivoy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So if HaKadosh Baruch Hu would have told, Avram Avinu, you're going to go to this and this place, then every single moment would not have necessarily been a kiyam of the tzivoy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu with all of its ups and downs. It would have been only the accomplishment I'm going to get to the end. Like your Bishol Salanta said, yeah, a mensch daf nishton, yeah, a mensch doesn't have to, to accomplish a mensch daf oftan. He has to try his best. And that's what we have to know in this world. The world that we're living in is a world which is filled with ups and downs. It's filled with hills, it's filled with hills and valleys. It's filled with simcha and with yusurim, with tests that come to us in all different kinds of forms. Abram Avinu is the one that teaches us to follow the Ratzon Hashem, and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, that's the Ha'aretz Asher Eka, that's the land which I'm going to show you, that's the mitzvahs. I heard from my Rebbe, Rav Moshe Feinstein, I saw it brought down in the Sefer, it was so nice to hear it, to see it brought down in the Sefer, I remember hearing it from him as a young boy, that he said that when he left Europe, and he had to go f- through different stations in order to get where he got to, I heard from a Yid that was in Riga, when Rav Moshe came, he said the whole shtut came out from Riga in order to be to be macabre upon him, Rav Moshe, that he knew about Rav Moshe already then, how great he was, how great he was in Europe. He was considered like the last Godel in Europe at that point. And they went to be macabre upon him. 
Rav Moshe said, he ended up coming to America. He said, I was really a Lech Lecha Jew. I had to go from place to place. The only difference is that Avram Avinu had a tzivoy, and he knew every single step that he's taking is a fulfillment of the tzivoy Kaddish Baruch Even though I'm not necessarily accomplishing what I, what, what I would want to accomplish, but I'm following the tzivoy Kaddish Baruch So Rav Moshe said, Chaval, that he didn't have that kavana in the beginning, that every single step that he's having to take along the way would be with the intent that I'm going to do the tzivoy Kaddish Baruch It's to stop off of here, to stop off of here. And this is what a person should take with him. That's lesson number one. Lesson number two, a lesson for life is, the Shalah Kaddish says, we see from this week's parasha, Avram Avinu has a nephew, Lot, and Lot goes with him, and then Lot, there's a riv, there's, a, there's an argument between the Roe Lot, and then they have to separate their ways. So the first thing is that the Shalah Kaddish says that a person should know that a person has to have a relationship with his own mishpacha. Person has a mitzvah to makarev his relatives with all of his might, and we learn it out from the fact that light that Avram Avinu was meisur nefesh in order to save Lot. He went into a war. He went into a battle. He kept with him. So lesson number one is is that a person has to recognize that I have to care about my family. I have to care about the particular points in my mishpacha. And it says um, that um, from, from your flesh, a person should not remove himself. Your own flesh, that means your relatives, even if it's a distant relative. So Maisha said over that Rav Zatzal, it was a relative that came to America and Rav Maisha's son, my Rebbe Rav Ruven, was making a bar mitzvah or maybe it was the bar mitzvah of Rav Ruven, and I think it was a grandson I think it was maybe for Reb Ruben's oldest son should be Gesundin Stark. And I think it was Reb David Feinstein, the son of Reb Ruben. And uh, Reb Meisha heard that there was a relative that was in America. And he told Reb Michal Shurkin Shlita, my neighbor over here, great Rebbe in Shiva's Torah's Moshe, that he should find out where his relative is, he should come for the Shabbos Bar Mitzvah. In those days, they didn't have cell phones. This person was traveling around the country. And Reb Michal was trying to track him down. He couldn't find him. He went back to Rav Moshe at the end of the day, and Rav Moshe said, you know, you have to try to, he wasn't able to find him, he said, you have to find him, it's important, this happened for a few times, until finally, Rav Michal was able to track him down, he was somewhere somewhere in the Midwest, and he told him that Rav Moshe wants him to come to the Bar Mitzvah, and he saw that Rav Moshe had such a degree of, of, of attachment, that a family member should, should be at a family simcha. And it's a lesson for us in life. When there's a simcha in a family, a person should do his utmost in order to have to be there as best as he can. Not passing out when it comes to corona, what should be, but you should just know that this is an important, important lesson that a person should learn. Rav Shach Zatzal adds an extra point on that the lesson of how we have to treat our relatives is even when it comes to an expense of an aliyah ruchnius. When a person's we know that it says that Hashem said to Avram, after he parted Lot, after he separated from Lot, because when Lot was around, it says that Lot was considered a Russia, and therefore Avram Avinu did not get Nevuah from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we see that Avram Avinu still kept with Lot. Ayelachar is missing out on the Aliyah Ruchnius that he could possibly have by having a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, going from higher to higher. Ah, so what do we see from over here? The concept of being the concept of doing chesed for another yid, especially for a family member, 
is greater than being Makabal Pnei Shechina, Rav Shach says. What a great lesson that we can learn out from Abraham Avinu, how he cared about his family, how he cared about another Yid. Now here we say over the story from the Chabina, that the Chabina on the Yom Kippur night, he was coming home from Shul, and he had a whole plan that Yom Kippur night, he was going to have a certain Seder he was going to have, and then he saw the group of Holocaust survivors that were sitting in a Shul, and they were despondent, and they were trying to remember the Nagunim that they had heard before the war. Each one had, a, this one was a Vishnusur, this one was a Satmer, this one was a Lababacher. And they remembered each one had a little bit of, of, a, of, a, of a Nigan that they remembered from their Yom and the Rayim. The Chabina went in and he traveled with them and he sat with them for hours. And he also sang with them the Gunim. He also had gone through the Holocaust, you know, maybe in a different form. So, so they asked him afterwards, Rebbe, what was the Pshat? You were sitting there for such a long time. He said, you know what, I had a plan. My plan was that I was going to sit and learn Gantz Mesech the Yuma on Yom Kippur night. That would be my matana, that would be my avoda for Yom Kippur. But then when I saw these Yidin, these Yidin were despondent, I said, what does the Rabbanu want? He wants another Chabina Mesech the Yuma, which is Gavaldic, no question about it, not belittling it. Or does he want another Yid to make another Yid happy? This is the Gemilas Chesed that all emanates from great people, and where do they learn it from? They learn it from Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu is the Amuda Chesed. Avram Avinu is Avas Chesed. Ah, what great lessons we can learn. The Torah tells us that it says that um, that when he did have to leave him, it says that he, 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 when he saw there was a riv, he says when he saw that there was a riv between them, then he had to leave light. Because the word is like this. As long as it doesn't make a machlaikis in a mishpacha, then you have to try to keep the family together as best as you can. But when it becomes a mariva, when it becomes a, an argument, when it becomes machlaikis, when it becomes damaging, when there's already a hezek, then that's the degree, that's the thermostat where you have to split. And over here, the Shalak Kodesh of is it says, "Al meriva It shouldn't be a meriva. Meriva is lush in the keva. Now the truth is, it says there was a riv. A riv is lush in zacher. So it says, he says like this: "Riv is lush in zacher. A zacher is someone who's not really milud. The nekeva is the one that's milud the child. So what Avinu was saying is, "Al meriva We don't want that this riv that already was started by the royal lot." which already started the should become a meriva. It should add on payers. It should bring out more machlekes. Therefore, the best way is that we should split. And that's when a person is allowed to change himself. We know that Avram Avinu, message number four, Avram Avinu, by the Brisbane Absarium, when he's asking for, um, he's asking for uh, HaKadosh Baruch to give him a child, even though it's a question, HaKadosh Baruch already promised he's going to have a child. We won't get into that right now. He says, he calls, he calls HaKadosh Baruch Hu Master. And the Gemara Baruch Hu says, from here we learn out that Avram Avinu was the first one to call HaKadosh Baruch Hu Master. To call the Lashon of Adon. And the question is, what's really the, the Chiddush of Adon? And why is it different than we know that everyone else already started calling HaKadosh Baruch Hu Melech? Like we say in Adon Olam, we say, Azai Melech Shemai Nikra. That he was already called Melech already from the beginning, everyone knew that Kodesh Baruch Hu is the king. So why does the Pshat that Avram Avinu added on the, 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 the title of Adon? So Rav Schwab Zetzal writes in the Sefer, a, a king 
has a relationship with the people in the, in, the, in, the, in the country, that he takes care of them, but there's a lack of a personal relationship. While a master with his trusty servant has a personal relationship. And that's the relationship that Abba Mavina was saying, is that even when there will be times when things are not easy, when there's Yisurim, then you see the difference between a king and a master. The king has an overall picture, doesn't necessarily have that personal relationship. While the master has a personal relationship. And Abraham Avinu felt that he has a personal relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rabbi Zayn, this is, Rav Schwab brings down that the, that the uh, Rav Shamsham of Hirsch says, in Adain Olam, we say Adain Olam, Asher Molach, we speak about great platitudes about how HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, HaKadosh Baruch Hu rules the world, but then it changes, and it says, "Who keli v'chaygalali tzur chevli sara? He is my God. He is my rock. It changes from being just a overall picture, and becomes adain oilam. He's the master that I have a personal relationship with. Hakadosh Baruch This is the feeling that Avraham Avinu had. This is the message that he passed on to his children, to us. The last message we're going to give is the fact that it says the anefesh asher asu b'charon." That we know that Avram Avinu was Megayah the Anoshim and Rif and Sari Yimeinu was Megayah the Anoshim. And I saw over here, first of all, it's a great lesson in Kiruv that a person should be Megayah. When you be Megayah, means bring people closer to Yiddishkeit. This is the lesson of Avram Avinu. He was the first Makayah, as we always like to say. Avram Avinu was the Ershta Givarener. He was the first one to make himself and he helped other people to become great. So the Shalak Kaddish, so the, the, uh, not the Shalak Kaddish, but the, the, um, the Chidot says, the Gavaldik, he says, how does the Rashi, how does Chazal know that he was Megayad the Nashim? Because it says, Asher Nef, and Esa Nefesh, Asher Asubacharan, the Nefesh that they made, that he made in Choron. So he asked the Kasha, the Kasha is the Sefer Yitzira says that it's possible for a person, the person knows the Oseus of the Sefer Yitzira, that he could create people like Golems, like we have a vart which we say later on, that by the Shvatim, that they saw, that they, they created also golems with the Seifa Yetzira. So perhaps Avmavina created um, golems with the Isis of the Seifa Yetzira. Who says that he was Megayer? So the Chidot the, 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 um, says, if it would be the fact that it was only a creation that was done with Isis, then it wouldn't have said, Eshanefesh Asher Asu Bacharim. If it was Oseus, when it's magic, when it's when I say magic, when it's when it's like magic, when it's not something you're actually creating, but it's just you're being masked in the Oseus, then where is it created? It's really created in the heavens. Then the Torah should have said it's a nefesh asher nasu b'charon, the nefesh that were created in Charon. It was created by the Shamayim. It was created by the Shamayim. It wasn't thing, something that was actually created by Avram Avinu. Since it's as a nefesh asher asu b'charon, it's a right that they actually were made, and how were they made? They were makar of them, and that changed their whole nature. Until now, they weren't tachas kanfei and now they became tachas kanfei Another diuk is, it says, es ha-nefesh asher The nefesh doesn't say the guf, es ha-guf asher The guf, that could be made by oisius of the Sefer Yitzira. But the nefesh, the neshama, that's only changed when a person has a relationship with his makarif with his Rebbe, Avram Avinu Rabbi Isai, he's the one that teaches all of these great lessons.
I just want to give a bracha to everybody that it should be, this Shabbos should be a Gavaldika Shabbos of Aliyah. It should be a Shabbos that we take the Lech Lecha. We ourselves are going in our journeys. We have the ups and the downs. We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one that is putting us into this place. We should be like the Merkava to go from place to place. And Hashem will be Zaycha to see Yeshua's and the Chamas Rufus for Gans Yisrael. We should be Zaycha the Gula Shlema, wishing everyone a good Shabbos and a happy Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it'd be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.